Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Cinema Vino. Uh, my name is Todd Wofford, and it's good to have you guys here. Um, this will be the first full week of my paternity leave with the birth of our twins. Um, we do have a lot of new content pre-recorded for you over the Christmas season. Uh, but first, we're going to go back and uh, revisit a previous episode that you may have missed before. So, uh, without further ado, uh, kick back and enjoy our look at Lethal Weapon. And welcome back to Sin Bavino. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Happy uh, holidays. Happy New Year. Everything. Um, this is the kickoff of our Christmas movies. Jingle jangle. Okay. Twenty five days of Christmas movies. Christmas Christmasica. Yeah. Christmas Hanukkah to you. We got Taylor Owens. Hey, T.O. It's your boy Travis Bud on the ones and the twos. T.J.B. Sean Jordan on the threes and fours. Mm-hmm. I'll just take the high hats. I'll be fine with that. <laughs> My name is Todd Wofford, and we're going to kick things off. We're drinking uh, Christmas beers tonight. Christmas winter themed beers. We're doing a yeah. Christmas ale from Bell's Brewing. This That's, is good. Uh, it is. Yeah, Scotch ale, which I haven't had one in a long time. Same. I think the last one I had was from Founders Brewing. They, they did yeah, think, yeah, they had a. Was, it, was that the Dirty Bastard? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. they had the Great Divide. Didn't they have one? Like a green bottle? I mean, the bottle wasn't green, but the label. Yeah. Rye on Rye was Boulevard, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. That's a great. Yeah. Was it Old Chubb? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Do. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. I like a good Scotch Ale. All I'm thinking of is a Scotch Egg. <laughs> yes. I love a good Scotch Egg, too. Yeah. yeah. They also yeah. pair real well. Yeah. Really good uh, poots from that. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that Hollandaise. Yeah. <laughs> Hollandaise equal good poots. Mm. Um, <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tay, you might be able to shed some light on the Scotch Ale. How would you define that as a as a brew it is definitely on the maltier side of things um and typically these have like a little bit more of a mouth feel to it you know i think people get confused with darker beers like oh they're like guinness but you know guinness actually is a lighter style of a stout like i mean there we have some beers in here that are just outrageously like you're gonna chew it yeah chewy like guinness is one of the lighter stouts there is almost yeah exactly like actually porter's you know, even their dark, they're actually more robust than some of the stouts. Yeah. And that's where these scotch ales kind of come from. It's like, they're just a little bit, a little bit more maltier and it all comes down to, I don't want to be that nerd guy, but it comes down to the base malt. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, you're using a little bit more darker caramel malts. That's where you're getting that color. And the more malt you use, typically the higher the alcohol it's going to be. Yeah. And so, which is fun. Yeah. And, and the, you describe this as uh, Austin Powers ish as a bit nutty. It's, it is a bit nutty. <laughs> so yeah. where, do, where does the scotch play into it? Uh, if it does it's just the um style style okay i was like yeah they were like it was kind of goes back to the whole ipa and you can get into that whole thing it's like oh i need paleo how did it come about oh they were transferring it was just kind of what was being made at the time that area so it's like it even cleverly says here it's like a multi with notes of caramel and a warm finish um yeah and that's just they everyone kind of grew their own different malted barley and they just typically had a little bit darker stuff. So this was kind of the beers they had at the time. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of a nutty, robust, malty beer. Yeah. Basically. Wait, is, um, I was thinking Great Divide Hibernation Ale? That's not a scotch I ale. think that, I think they can, uh, is that, that a barley one? That might be, a, I don't know if it's a barley one, but it could be an, uh, okay, I'm but getting it, those it could up. be an old ale. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which I mean, those, those are kind of holiday centric too. Yeah. Right. 
Um, yeah. But I, you know what? Drinking one of these, I just feel better than other people. Yeah. Superior. I'm, uh, yeah, absolutely. Which makes sense. I could yeah. do that. down my nose at absolutely everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I could see you getting an inflated ego with a couple like, of these. Everybody but me is a person walking up to me in a parking lot asking for change. Do, yeah. I, have, do I have a cat fucking with bottle caps? <laughs> I know, well, I don't see like the, the cat was on the tr- was like sniffing the tree for a second, but now I hear the noise, but I don't see the cat. It sounds like bottle caps, which I and, know aren't breakable. Yeah. Well, oh my god, I'm he's okay. got a gun. I know. It's like, well, that's, and, and, and that's what I love about it. It was like I can't see the cat, but I hear trouble. Mm-hmm. I just don't see it. It's like, oh my God, he's inside the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the call is coming from inside of the house. Oh yeah, the founder's dirty bastard. That's definitely the Scotch Ale I know the best. Yeah. yeah. Which is good too. I yeah, that one will burn your butthole. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's like, in a good way. Well, founders, founders does a lot of really heavy, yeah. heavy yeah. beers. Oh. Nope. I, I thought she was, I thought she was out of bottle caps by this point. No, nope, I see nope. one left. It's like, <laughs> what, once he runs out, he'll jump down Gone. and start playing with yeah. the yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's just jumped down. They're probably all in the air vent at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. That's my fault. That'll be fun. That's a fun little bill. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you go back to my house right now. My cat is doing an opera in D minor at about eighty-five decibels <laughs> as we speak. So there's that. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, it was okay. I looked it up. It's the Claymore. I guess I was yes, Claymore Scotch. Scotch. Yeah, from Claymore nice. Great Divide. Great yeah. Divide. Yeah. That's a sword. It it's is. Sword. Um, William Wallace. So we're talking about Lethal Weapon tonight. Oh, speaking <laughs> of William Wallace. Oh my God! Look, look at that. That was an Ooh, accidental. That was a great transition. Shagway. Yeah. Ah, we yeah. should get paid for this. My, my mm-hmm. blood is uh, flowing downwards. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about Lethal Weapon, classic 80s, iconic action movie. Mm-hmm. I've not seen this in a long time. Same. Busey. Yeah, same. My wife had never seen it, so this was her first time. So yeah, this was, this was interesting. I'm glad that we got another Busey in the books on yeah. this. Yeah. We're, we're Taylor's still... friend Busey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, GB. Yeah. Close I mean, person. <laughs> I, now, I had to kind of separate. Uh, Busey's kind of going through some stuff right now, so I, I, don't, I don't reach out to him very much. I'm yeah. going to let him clear his legal troubles first. You, you guys have drifted apart. We drifted apart I, I, I don't stand for that stuff no. so yeah take a step back yeah. I'm glad you draw a line <laughs> <laughs> he gives uh, good hugs though <laughs> so Lethal Weapon was released March 6th 1987 so 35 years ago oi oi wow yeah in case you're wondering uh, this had a budget of 15 million grossed 120 million worldwide against that budget so pretty good hit Ooh. Uh, directed by Richard Donner, uh, who directed the original 78 Superman. Mm. Uh, did uh, Goonies. He did Scrooged. Did uh, Maverick. He also directed a bulk of Superman 2, but was you know fired halfway through, and then somebody else finished it. Richard left. But yeah. most of that shit's still his. Yeah. Um, this was written by Shane Black, who did the movies Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and then is a big time script doctor who worked on everything from Predator to Hunt for Red October, is all over Hollywood. So he's a pretty famous screenwriter, and then his style of writing scripts is very informal. Mm-hmm. It's more informal than any other screenwriter. And he did Iron Man 2, also, I think. Three. He. Which whichever one they have uh, a big cliff. He did. Um, it was three. House. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I they they use the same location I guess for another lethal weapon or something something like that. Yeah. He, and he uses he's got like like Quentin Tarantino with feet and uh, people like looking in the trunk of a car and that shot. Shane Black likes to use that one location house on, on a cliff. House on stilts. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he and RDJ buddies. Me and Robert Downey. Mm. 
Um, so this is. Uh, I, did you mention who did the music for this movie? Uh, well, you got Michael Kamen doing the uh, score, Eric Clapton doing the uh, guitar licks. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, Eric Clapton with the licks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty, pretty tasty. And I think they got somebody famous doing the saxophone. I don't remember who, but like somebody famous yeah. was doing that the saxophone. You know, where he's like, "I'm too old for this." Oh, shit. there's some sexy sax. I oh, yeah. was digging the shit out of like every time that showed up. I was yep. like, "Yes, yeah." But you know, Eric Clapton also consulted on the cocaine shots. Oh, I'm oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, no, no. No, 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 like this, yeah, like, like this. this. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let, let me let me demonstrate how you do. <laughs> what, what is this? A prop? No, no, no. You got to use the real thing. I got some. Yeah. I have an Amex card. Let me try to cut this. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I realized this is the last minute when we're picking movies. This is a Christmas movie. I didn't even think about it. Yep. So it's like yeah. See, I and that's, I thought you were picking this as a Christmas movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. It's oh, like yeah. I, I realized like the last minute. I was like, this is a Christmas movie. Yeah. This is set as much as Die Hard during Christmas. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. What did one shepherd say to the other shepherd? <laughs> Get the flock out of here. <laughs> Respect the hell out of that it's joke. One, it's one of the best lines. Yeah. No, I, I laughed at that as a kid. There's a shit ton of dubbing in this movie where they were just like, oh, we don't have the sound. Let's just dub you know, over do it yeah. in, in post. Yeah. There's a lot of that. I, I don't care. That's how we do this that. podcast, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. This, a lot of this is papered over. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, this uh, features uh, Opposite Cops, which this really kicked off the buddy Opposite Cop yep. genre. Uh, Riggs and Murtaugh, played by Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, respectively. And, of course, it's like it hits the tropes of, you know, Mel Gibson's the loose cannon, played by his own rules. You know, Danny Glover is the family man. Station wagon, suburban house, teenage kids, like daughter with the weird boyfriend, all that stuff. You know, You're going to wear that out? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Just pure sitcom 80s, you know, picking up scrambled eggs, bitching about his wife's cooking, out there fixing the boat, you know, just mm-hmm. everything you'd expect. Um, drinking Coors Heavy banquets yeah. oh yeah and I believe Mel was drinking MGD in the trailer at the beginning I think that's mm. right or High Life pretty sure it was a gun <laughs> he, he did have a gun as no uh, there was Pepsi placement oh there was yeah it, it, it was drinking I think it was Coors Banquet the entire time because I think he was drinking a Coors too in a bottle yeah was he uh, at the very beginning? I couldn't quite tell. I thought it was uh, high life. But I could be wrong. I, I didn't get. Oh, I can remember either. Yeah, I was distracted yeah. by I, his cheeks. There was yeah, a high life. There was. Us. Yeah, there were some. Oh, buttons. and we start out with titties. The first thing, and mm-hmm. that's yeah. and that's Girl. when you know you're in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cocaine, yeah. And, first and shot, titties, titties, right there. Was yep, yep. yep. I, I loved Christmas it dead. because, like, I was like, ah, I'm home. They're gonna take care of me. And yeah. Like, <laughs> That's whenever I see breasts in a movie, I'm like, ah, fucking uh, Olive and, Garden. And you gotta say, you're here, like, your family. Well, and it's, <laughs> it's breasts in the. <laughs> Sorry, I had to let that stink in for a second. <laughs> I see breasts in a film when you're here. It's okay. I, that, that was like in the first, what, five minutes? Yeah. Unlimited breasts over here. It's like just, mm-hmm. just nippies, mm-hmm. just nipping it out. I'm like, man, I love the 80s. And I don't know if you guys remember Cheers, but she was Woody's girlfriend on Cheers. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Um, and she her. actually did that her. off the balcony. That was they put like a, a like a replica or like a whatever like the tarp slash. No, I I could have swore that was just like a mannequin that did not move. So when she dove, they had like some sort of a tarp slash like whatever the thing to catch her that looked yeah to look like a parking lot. They cut at the last minute, and then that that was your like dummy hitting the car or whatever wow but she actually did the fall off oh. the, yeah Hans Gruber style they, so, I hope so, they, and, and thus cocaine works yeah. Yeah, it was like, oh, we, so she was on cocaine I hope she first. filmed yeah. all yeah. her scenes before that <laughs> yeah, it's like, and we're done just in case that's a rap party <laughs> um, and so yeah that kicks off the, the movie is her death 
turns out that she was poisoned by bad cocaine. Uh, uh, it was uh, the barbiturates that were bad. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. And the uh, Roger Murtaugh is the detective assigned to investigate. And, you know, of course, he finds out that she was the daughter of an old buddy. Old army buddy. And do you know who that guy was? I I was did not do a lot of my homework, but that was actually the lead in um, Halloween three. Season of the Witcher. He was Season of the Witch. Oh, Season of the Witch, yeah. 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 Oh, shit. He, he was the lead. Oh, interesting. Was, was he the bad guy who owned the company? Yep. Nice. Yep. He was and I, I, I go, who is that dude? I'm like, he was in uh Halloween familiar. three. Yeah. yeah. It was like he was the guy. I am that, so proud of you for like having face yeah. recognition with that movie. Well, oh, and yeah. also I will be honest, um his acting didn't get any better. No. He had plenty of time. He had plenty of time to work <laughs> and plenty of time to uh you know hone in his true art. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. Listen, he those, didn't. those were the days if you <laughs> were an old man with a mustache you could get a job you yeah, you're gonna be a drug lord you're, you're gonna, gonna be, you're gonna have a pension yeah you're gonna retire with benefits yeah. you're gonna be just fine yeah this is the 80s no yeah. this is the world is your oyster yeah reagan's president yeah, exactly this is magic time <laughs> he, he took a bullet like a champ too and dropped that milk carton oh whatever. i know because it's christmas also i just love the fact that he was just drinking eggnog <laughs> out of a carton <laughs> i know like, that was a party and he was like there were other people people there I he's know. just drinking out of a carton mm-hmm. yeah honestly if you're the type of motherfucker that's drinking straight from the carton you deserve that fucking bullet hold on Fuck hold on guy. hold on in all fairness maybe was, maybe he brought his own eggnog that is true i think there were multiple i mean cartons. it might have been his party but still other people i, I, I think there were multiple cartons how but also i just love how the he last did. person is backwash but also why was it in a carton and that carton could have been warm he could have gotten sick yeah he, he, it actually helped that they shot him because like he could have gotten violently ill yeah. all right eggnog warm temperature it's like the he's gonna die anyway yeah. yeah yeah hear me out what if the party was handing out eggnog cartons to everybody mm-hmm. oh like, it was a party re- favors no, uh, hold on everybody gets their own nod. first of all we keep saying party it was a funeral yeah yeah, yeah. actually it was wait, his daughter's it looked like a wedding outside there's nog it's a party i'm sorry it's a party it was a funeral on a cliffside yeah was it if there's nog, it it's like automatically a, a party. It looked yeah. like a wedding outside. I didn't even make that connection. Yeah, right. it was his daughter's wedding yeah. or funeral. God, you know. I, all right, like, can can I just interject right now? If I if you guys ever go to my funeral, eggnog? don't serve eggnog. Uh, I'm, 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 no, I'm bringing no. my own eggnog. Yeah, I'm serving warm eggnog out of a carton. Out of a carton. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna find it. Yeah. Just pour it on yeah. the casket. <laughs> <laughs> I want my ma- ashes mixed with eggnog. Fed <laughs> to the neighborhood cat. <laughs> Those poor cats. Um, Sorry, back to the movie. What is this movie about? <laughs> yeah, what is it? And so after, so um, where the hell were we? Oh, yeah, so Murtaugh gets partnered up with Martin, Martin Riggs, who is crazy. Um, Plays by his own rules. Sniper, ex-sniper, army, like special forces, yada, yada. Maverick, uh, widower, you know, lost his wife, car accident a few years before that, now is on the edge. Thoughts of suicide. Um... So yeah, I mean, it's like he, he they're complete opposites, and he, you know, as the movie goes on, I write this in my review. It's like they, they kind of find out they complete each other as cops. It's like for whatever else Riggs has, he's a really good cop. You know, he turns out to be a badass like yeah. police officer, and so you know, he and Murtaugh kind of formed the perfect team. I was like, they're kind of like a Lennon McCartney type thing, where like they're opposites who balance each other out. 
So they make for, for that's why it's like I was like you can tell they made why they made more movies out of this oh, from, yeah. their, from their connection with each yeah. other and how, how good they work as a team. Is it safe to say that this was like sort of the proto buddy cop movie? Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, yeah. Like this, this, is this the, kicked off the movement. This yeah. is the benchmark for buddy cop movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so they get mixed up with some kind of drug running ex army. Uh, heroin smuggling ring out of Southeast Asia, which uh, you know Riggs and Murtaugh get in over their head. They find out that these guys are are more bad, bigger bad guys than what they're planning on. That includes Gary Busey, who plays a hitman named Jaws, Mister Joshua, oh. <laughs> Mister Joshua, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Mister Joshua, uh-huh. not Joshua, Mister Joshua. In case you're wondering, yes, he can burn his forearm with a cigarette ladder. Yes, Ooh. yeah. So what, what a fucking weird that, scene. That, yeah, it, they, it, it was did that yeah. all the time. They were like, "Look how cool I am." Like you can shoot one bullet, I can make a smiley face. Mm-hmm. Like, look at this, I can burn my arm and not give a shit. It's like, the eighties. Like, like, look how, how masculine I am. It's cocaine. Yeah, yeah, a lot of that stuff going mm-hmm. on. A lot. Of, it's like the alien thing where it's like you know I'm gonna here put your hand over mine. Now we're gonna get that knife out and just yeah. around your fingers and just crazy. Bet you I could jerk you off faster than you could be. <laughs> it's like you guys got an eight ball here. I bet not. <laughs> I bet not. <laughs> Bruh. Um. So, anyway, that that's kind of the, the bulk of the plot, bulk of the series. Um, that's more time spent on the plot than this movie spent. Yeah. Yes, it's it's a it's a what Roger Ebert used to call clothesline. It's used to hang stuff on, like action yep. scenes, yep. comic bits. I mean, it's just that's all the plot is. It's just a little thin wire. We had a shootout Real like thin. in a Christmas tree lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there aren't there, there isn't much Christmas in there, but. Every once in a while, they just if throw the a opening to remind the you. opening song was Christmas man and the yeah, closing that was Burl yeah, Lyons, yeah. 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 Um, I mean I like it where it's like you know we're going to demonstrate just how but it's the same thing it's like uh, bad writers tell you great writers show you it's like we're going to show you Riggs is nuts we're going to send him up there onto the roof with the guy who's going to jump he's going to cuff himself yep. to the guy and jump off with him you know it's like mm-hmm. why not yep which okay that scene. How did they blow up the giant balloon so quickly? without the jumper being like, "Oh, that's there now." Yeah, oh, you're crazy, man. Yeah. Oh, you're you're crazy. I have a different question. Mm-hmm. Like they went there to go. He he jumped off with the guy. They fell in. Then Murtaugh takes him in. Uh, takes Gibson in. And it's like, hey, man, you want to shoot yourself? You do it. You do it right now. And gave him the gun. And then you know, obviously, didn't shoot himself. And then as right as Gibson's coming back down. He's like, ah, ah, ah. I'm hungry. I'm going to go get something to eat. Like, you just had a chili dog. Sir. Yes. <laughs> that was my first thought. Honestly, like in the middle of this, I was watching TV and I was like, oh, man, it's about time for me to go eat. And I saw them having a chili dog and drinking some Pepsi. That's exactly what I fucking did for dinner. I was like, I'm going to pause this. I'll come back to it. Had my chili dog, drank some Pepsi, sat back down, started watching. And I was like, man, I just ate like you. Ah the fuck well he, he had, had also he had one chili dog i guess jumping off a building really gets you hungry he also his calories. Yeah. did cocaine in like the previous yes. season. No. like he was like on that tree lot straight up doing cocaine like that was not an yeah. insignificant amount no right yeah it's like you're not you're you when you're jumping off a high rise <laughs> um, grab a snickers <laughs> so we'll, we'll start with everybody's thoughts we'll start with tay what do you think i love this movie I don't think I'd ever seen it from start to finish. Uh, this was a movie that I had seen basically whenever it was on TV, and and I knew I knew the whole premise. I knew everything about it just from like reading about it, seeing clips, um, 
I never had Travis need a beer. No, oh. this is I just, oh my first sip of this one. Is this a different beer? Different beer. Yes, different. It's delicious. Sorry, continue. Yes, um, I my first impression of this movie is I don't know what it is. Yeah. It feels like a comedy. It, it, it feels like a movie. I'm like, I'm like, are they trying? Are they serious? Yeah. I, was like, I, I think they are serious, but it just feels like usually like a buddy cop comedy. It was like, hey, put some serious stuff in there. But I know that everybody seems to be acting very seriously. Like they were like taking this as like, this is a big role and clearly it was successful. Well, it's yeah. a, it's a trope that's been satirized so many times yeah. that when you go back and watch movies that predate the trope, exactly. It feels like you're watching satire. It, it, it's it, so on the nose. Exactly. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like the, yeah. the, the Gary Busey lighter scene. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? No, this isn't real. Yeah. I was like, this is fucked up. And it was like, but it, I was like this, they, they shot that and they were like, yeah, all right, that's good. Two takes. All right, let's go to the next one. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. Hopefully for him it was one take. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. But it was like, wait, the obviously it, fake arm just like, yeah. Coming from the side of the camera. Uh, Gary Busey, he's, he's a method actor. It, yeah. He, he used that light. I mean, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Arm. That, that was, that was Busey's actual he, arm. He probably ate it afterwards. Oh yeah. The chomps. <laughs> also, like, why did they have to like get the guy's arm, like wrestle him for his arm and then be like, ha, yeah. give me your lighter. I'm going to burn this other guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's it's, like, no, no, stop it. Yeah, no. He's like, no, but that's his arm. Yeah. It's like, when you work for me, you do what I want. What? Did that guy live? The guy that did the lighter? Yeah. I don't remember. He's not the guy that got shot in the leg by the pool. I don't no, remember what guy, that guy no. was like. Yeah. But I guess unless they track that guy down, that guy lived. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. He's still out there somewhere. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We're just waiting for that lethal weapon five uh, or six. I, th- I think they did five. They did five. No, five. No? Five's coming out. Yeah. They're working yeah. on five. Still. Are they? Five. Yeah. Yeah. God, how many too how? old for this shit? Yeah. Mur- Murtaugh is really too old. Yeah, I counted. Wait. There were three too old for this shit in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, and one of them was like really early on. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh God. But, the, the movie was absolutely hilarious to me. And I think I loved it that way. Yeah. Like if I would have seen it as an actual like movie, I don't know how, how I would have felt about it. Mm-hmm. But now watching it now, I'm like, this is fucking hilarious and awesome. Sorry. A lot of my microphone noise there. Um, there were a few things that I actually noticed that really caught my eye. The first one was, I was <laughs> lost out. The, the the first one I noticed was the kind of towards the end, and Murtaugh not Murtaugh but Riggs was he was shirtless and he had no shoes. <laughs> he he was just straight up homeless guy. Who who else did that in the late eighties? John motherfucking McLean. Yeah. So I started doing a deep dive. Mm-hmm. Who produced? This film. Joel Silver. Who produced Die Hard. Dude. Joe Silver. Yeah. What production company? Silver motherfucking productions. If you guys want to go do a quick little little glimpse of the pictures of the look at the look at the movie the, the movie poster of Lethal Weapon and look at the movie poster picture oh, of yeah. Die Hard. They black are and bl- white. black and white. They are the exact motherfucking same. Also they yeah. are the exact same. I go, Silver ran this bitch. Oh yeah. And it was and, and so and, and, and I didn't know that Die Hard came after Lethal Weapon. I'm like, oh shit. I was like, 
well, damn, dude, who stole from what? And what was, it was kind of a buddy cop and die hard. Yeah, uh, ebony like, and ivory. Exactly. And it was like, and, and oh, well, that's true. <laughs> but, but the other thing, I, the, the other combination I thought was very, was like, was, was, was like very similar was the very end where, you know, basically they have won the battle. Like they've, they've done it. We've, 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 we've secured it all. We're done. And it's like, no, 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 no. Blonde guy. Mm-hmm. We got to fight Busey. Yeah. We got, we got to fight Busey. Carl. Die hard. We're done. Mm-hmm. Nope. Carl survived hanging from a chain. Mm-hmm. It was like, we got to kill Carl. Oh. And, I, and so I, and in my mind, I was like, I, I love the Wait, even, wait, wait. Hanging and from they a chain. Both, that was not Busey. No, 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 no. I, in, in, die in Die Hard. In Die Hard, yeah. So it's like, so okay, we have one last battle. We have Busey, and then we have Carl in Die Hard. I'm like, Joe Silver just, I mean, like, said, fuck this. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to mimic Lethal Weapon. Yeah, and, and they like, both got shot at the end by, yep. uh, uh, you know, Carl Winslow yep. and uh, De- uh, Donald Danny, Glover. Danny Glover. Danny Glover, yeah. shit. Danny. Uh, also, the, um, the the guy torturing Riggs is yep. also eating a crunch bar in yep. Die Hard. Yep. yep. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, like, so I was like, are we in a universe that I don't know about? Because you're right, the guy, he's eating a crunch bar. Mm-hmm. I mean, he got shot. We never saw him die. So, Maybe he did. Or did, did he die when mm-hmm. he was okay? Yeah. Well, maybe he got brought back to life. You know, I don't know. Also, but, th- this is random, but since we're talking about Die Hard, the uh, the guy from Walker, Texas Ranger, just recently died. The guy yeah. that was like, "Oh, looks like the police have an RV." Yeah, like, yeah, he died. passed away yesterday, day before. Yeah, yeah. really. Mm-hmm. RIP. Yeah, that's too like bad. legit RIP yeah. for real. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, the, the, did, did this not remind you of like kind of the last part of Con Air? Too? Oh, hundred percent. Like it, it just proved to me that man, this movie must have fucking killed at that time. Yeah. Like to, to me, I'm giggling the whole time. And honestly, because I know Sean, you're a big fan. All I could think about was it's all, it's always sunny in Philadelphia and like their knockoff on it of like, you know, like their, their lethal weapon knockoff. Like yeah. theirs was lethal weapon five. Wasn't yeah. It? Yeah. And it was, it was just great. It was just hilarious. And I was like, man, this movie really must have killed it in there. And I guess it did. Yeah. I had no idea, but I was like, man, this to me, it's a comedy film, but apparently it has, <laughs> it is a phenomenal film. Yeah. And it has carried on. People have copied it. Um, Joe Silver spent the latter part of the eighties uh, just doing that because even. But look at Die Hard Three. Die Hard Three is basically Lethal Weapon, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, man, this is amazing. And so I, I find that fascinating to me. Yeah. But um, ultimately, with this film. I loved it. Um, I did. I actually liked all the acting in the most ridiculous manner. There's always a drug deal in the, in the eighties. There's always a drug dealer. It made me think of Beverly Hills cop. Or was it the, the ABC or whatever? It's like, there's always a drug deal. Yeah. Always a well, drug deal. gone bad. I like that. Like in the eighties, they don't demonize the cocaine. They're like, it's no. not the cocaine. That's the problem. It's the heroin. It's the, yeah. It was heroin. Yeah. 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 The heroin's the problem. And, 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 and cocaine's the fun one. Yeah. They're also well, pro grass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, 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 and of, and of course the, 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 the guys like the, it's always, these rich, these rich businessmen that are just like, it's like you're gonna shut me down. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I'm the bank, I'm the front. Yeah. And it was like, what do you mean? And it was like, <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. It, it, it was just, yeah. it, again, it was more of a comedy pick to me, but I know that it's not. Time for you to die. Yeah, time for you to die. And I honestly, the helicopters. I was like, oh my god. It was just <laughs> like, I, I love a good helicopter though. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, this film to me, I'm gonna go ahead and rate this. I like this film as a comedy piece 
like honestly like an eight out of ten like it was that I was like man this is fucking hilarious mm-hmm. but if you were talking to me about like an action if you were comparing a this, movie that takes itself seriously yeah it takes mm-hmm. itself seriously I, I, I might even read like a six and even because Die Hard I always took seriously even though I still feel like it's a comedy piece but I took Die Hard as like man this is like a real this is a real movie yeah and it was like better one liners yeah and I was like I, I did this real movie but like I don't know why for some reason I was like I, I don't take this movie seriously but I still fucking love it yeah so like as a comedy I was like man it's kind of like an eight it's like it's pretty fucking good six and a half seven maybe for like, like an actual real film yeah but it doesn't mean that I didn't like fucking love it yeah it, just, it, it was just the classic to me 80s film just a classic 80s film but I did love the comparison Joe Silver you know and Die Hard, Die Hard. I was like I was like buddy man I know you probably were producing both those films back to back but man did he do Robocop too he I, might have I was like, he so, Robocop? yeah it's like he was like what year was Robocop? 87. 87. Yeah. I don't think he We really need to watch Robocop as well. Uh, I would yes. want to watch it again. Shoot um, somebody's dick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Tropic Thunder, the Tom Cruise character that's the producer, is based on Joel Silver. Uh, really? He did not do Robocop. Okay. But yeah, that, he's supposed to be Joel Silver in real life. Mm. So, because Joel Silver is known to be very violently tempered. So, I could, yeah, I could probably see that. Um, he did do Predator. Yes. Yes. Uh, and, in lethal, and in Lethal Weapon 2, and then Die Hard 2, and Predator 2. There's a lot of buddy cop stuff. Yeah. He, he, he did The Matrix. He knew what he was doing, though. Mm-hmm. He, like, he had, he had his, his like, thing down. Yeah. I, IMDb doing. says he's credited for reinventing the action film genre in the 1980s. So. Yeah. yeah. Here we are. And yeah, I'm sure he's somewhere doing like snow angels and money and pile of money. Yeah, I think he yeah he's probably doing snow angels and something else. To Travi? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah I, I enjoyed this as well. Um, I haven't seen it that often, actually. But I remember one of my first memories of this was like, I think it was playing on HBO or something when I was super young. And... Uh, I, I walked in. I was trying to talk to my dad. He goes, hold on one second. And he was like, they're, they're going to fight outside. And it was the Busey fight. So that was my first The, the thing. hydrant fight? Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. This is awesome. <laughs> it's like they're fighting and the, the hydrants all going off. And, well, and, and the cops aren't breaking it off. They're just like, dude, let them fight. And I was like, this is badass. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, that that was the first part I had seen, and I, I, I so I got to see the end. But every time I see or think of this movie, I am always misremembering and misquoting. And Taylor, you mentioned this too. Loaded Weapon One. I have yep. seen yep. that movie a good forty eight times. Uh, yes, and I love it so yep. much. Um, I, I watched it again as an adult, and I'm like, oh, I'm not enjoying it the same way. It's still golden. Um, but every time I watch Lethal Weapon, I'm thinking of Loaded Weapon and, and, 1. And to interrupt that, uh, the first thing I thought of was with, uh, I believe it was the Christmas tree shooting where he's rolling on the ground. And yeah. all I could think about was Emilio S. of just kept rolling and rolling and rolling. And I was like, there's the scene. Mm-hmm. There it is. And he's making himself a drink and putting chocolate syrup yeah. in it. <laughs> it's like little Jack Daniels, little vodka, with some chocolate syrups, maybe some Pop Rocks. <laughs> Sorry. I really, this movie just made me want to watch Loaded Weapon. Uh, basically, yeah. Um, 
<laughs> I gotta see if that's streaming anywhere. Guys, if if you've never seen Loaded Weapon One, it's it's Samuel L. Jackson, it's Emilio Estevez. Whoopi Goldberg Did you say in more? Uh, like, that's, old, that's the selling you point. You had me. Uh, yeah. Good old F. Murray Abraham, Salieri himself. <laughs> he shows up. Uh Tim goddamn Curry. Yeah, Tim Curry. As a as a deranged uh wilderness girl, like Girl Scouts guy. Yeah. Anyway, we're here to talk about the Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Um <laughs> So yeah, th- this is uh, one of my favorite genres, which I don't know if you can say it as a, a as a genre, but the ebony and ivory, the the like two things that apparently don't go together, but the buddy cop uh, thing that that they do all the time in this, and obviously they did it in Die Hard yeah. as well, um, and I just I I love it. I love Gary Busey in this. He's uh, only in it a little bit but he's one of my favorite characters good old chompers he just reminds me of jaws and james bond like he just shows up he chews up the scenery and uh, just uh, goes on his merry way but can mel gibson is so over the top you think like oh damn it the bad guy he's in a car i don't have a car he got away not mel gibson mel gibson run. Like, yeah fuck that i've got my shirt off i've got like a gun strap over here like i look buff i'm gonna run barefoot to the freeway <laughs> cut him <laughs> off at the bridge how yeah. he's on foot uh john mcclain would have done that yeah yeah he's just going apeshit like balls to the wall like really he ugh, talk about that dude needed a red bull before it was invented he just <laughs> needed something to like uh, some kind of pick me up uh but my favorite part about the movie is uh murtaugh and his family like you get to see them you get to see his family dynamic all that bullshit uh but what it is great is that it builds on for the other films. Cause I remember watching lethal weapon like, Oh, I need to watch all these. Yeah. So I watched all four of them, uh, and you know, a couple span of days, but like you get to see his family like grow up. And then obviously they got what Chris rock dating his daughter. Yeah. In the fourth movie, mm-hmm. Joe Pesci is a fucking excellent addition in the later movies. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, it was good. I, I give it a 7.5. Uh, I liked how their relationship grows and continuing to watch it. Like, that's one thing I kind of wish some of the Die Hard movies had done. I needed more Carl Winslow hanging out with uh, with with uh, John McClane. You, you need some, like, no-stakes quips, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, 7.5 for me. I think I've interjected all my other thoughts into everybody else's so that that's all i got so 7.5 is like a serious movie or 7.5 is like a comedy uh no it's just 7.5 as as being a like you said the the proto um film that kind of a lot all these other ones spun out from or took a cue from yeah yeah um no a lot of the same thoughts i mean this movie is, it, it's not a movie that I've ever really gone out of my way to sit down and watch. It's one of those that's always been on like just in the background. So you pick up pe- bits and pieces. It's always streaming. It's, it's a big part of like the zeitgeist, right? It's like no. lethal weapon is just a movie. That's yeah. just like, it's pervasive. It's cultural. It's like a force of nature. Um, but you know, finally sitting down and watching it from start to finish. I'm like, what is this movie? <laughs> what is this movie? that's exactly. become such like a staple and a cornerstone of our, our society. Gary Busey is, I, I loved it. 
like in the beginning, he just like gets introduced and then you don't see him for two thirds of the movie. Basically. Yeah. Like it was, I was, there was one point I was just like, wait, where's Gary Busey? There's a whole like side. There's like the antagonist that we don't see. Like they try to like have some sort of plot where there's like a crime and like they're solving it. It's so thin that even in the movie, they're just like, it's thin, real thin. (laughs) Like they, they make fun of how thin the plot is in the movie. Like they're so, I don't know if it's a level of self-awareness or if they were just trying to write around the fact that they couldn't figure out a way to make a good like crime plot. I think it's probably it's just, the latter. Yeah. I, I thought I remembered them catching up and like talking to the prostitute Dixie at some sure other. Sure, don't. Like I, I remember that actress, and I'm like, oh yeah, she shows up again. And I'm like, wait, no, she's no, she's dead. She's dead, dead. I, I thought somehow she showed up again, or I don't know. Like yeah. we don't see them do any police work at most. Murtaugh is just like, or Riggs is like, yeah, uh, you know, someone else said to me that Trixie girl, apparently it wasn't even her normal territory. We should ask her more questions. Like that's it. That's, that is the impetus of like connecting any dots. Yeah. And the, the scene like interrogating the kids took too long. So yeah. long. Yeah. <laughs> so like the actual police work was just so bad in this mm-hmm. movie. Not that I'm like an expert on police work, but like, also, there, there was none. Mel, uh, Riggs is like, hey, let's question these kids, but hold on. Let me switch to the other side of you so he can see my guns. <laughs> you see that tattoo, kid? No. Oh, it looks like this one? Oh, oh. yeah, it's a tattoo like that. Just, just like, like that. Just like this? Just when I said, hey, we're wasting our time. Flex. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Mel Gibson is insane in this movie. Like, I, I know he's known for, like, being over the top. But like his facial expressions when he's trying to be like the in, like intense out, the yeah, out of pocket yeah. cop, you know, it's so much. He overacts like crazy in this. I love it. Yeah. Um, but it's just like the plot is so thin that they just sort of end up wherever they need to be, and then the bad guys like appear to them. Yeah. And I like they the bad guys don't care. They don't care about like being subtle. They'll show up in a helicopter at a yeah. funeral. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah. yeah. Don't they show up in a helicopter in the sequel to shoot at his house? Yeah, they do. Also? Yeah. These, I, I these think guys a couple care. of them. They just don't care. Diplomatic immunity. Look, look, if you have with a helicopter, you gotta, you gotta use it. it. Yeah. I mean, like, what else are you gonna do with it? It's yeah. like, oh, yeah. I got the helicopter sitting out there. Like, yeah. Yeah. Helicopter like, fuel is expensive. Like, yeah, so you gotta use if it. If Riggs kills himself, who's gonna feed his dog? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think that dog belonged to him. No. <laughs> I think he just, like, had a dog that followed him around. Yeah, just showed up. He just, like, had his door open on the beach, and the dog just sort of showed up, and he's just like, all right, get in the yeah. car. We're going to go over to a friend's house. Mm. Yeah, it smells like garbage in here, so I'm moving in. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, there's a border collie. <laughs> William Smart Shatner dog. is also mm-hmm. in Loaded Weapon 1. I just want to keep talking about Loaded Weapon yes. 1. And, Loaded and, um, Weapon 1. Was it, was it, um... When, was it wasn't Cindy Crawford, but who was the the model? Oh, Cindy Crawford. Crawford. It was Cindy Crawford. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Yeah, Kathy Ireland. Kathy Ireland. Ireland. That was in, it. Yeah. In loaded necessary weapon? roughness. Yeah, another dream girl. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love it. I like what you're talking about. Like people show up. It's like they're at that pool, whatever, looking for the guy. Yeah. And he pops it's out like a Wolfenstein character and gets yeah. shot. You know, it's like <laughs> something out of a video game. Ah, like, hey. <laughs> no strategy to it. Just like he's no. gonna pop out in like a full on attack mode. Yeah. 
Well, and it's like you're talking about like the you know where's Gary Busey? I honestly think there's probably a stretch where the filmmakers didn't know. <laughs> we'll shoot around him for a while. That guy yeah. shows up. He's like, Marvin, you're alive, and you're a horrible shot. <laughs> he's got a fucking shotgun. Two cops not even looking at him, looking yeah. at the chicks inside cutting the the heroin. Well, and, and I, he he actually Gary Busey actually reminded me of oh god, of one of the worst Bond films ever. Uh, Pierce Brosnan was it Die Another Day. Where they had, where the guy was like the, the newspaper guy that was like changing the oh, tour yeah. never dies. Tour never dies. Yeah. yeah. And, guy from Brazil. And they had that guy that was just like, oh, yeah, it's like, oh, my I'm, my master taught me how to torture people. It was like, his previous record was 18 hours. I hope to beat that. Yeah. It's like, and that was it. Yeah. Like, like, he never even got to torture him. It was like, he just, they just, he just killed him or that he just, they turned out the window. And I was like, so they introduced this character mm-hmm. to do some <laughs> badass things. Yeah. And then Bond jumped out of a window. Huh. And I was like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. I was like, that was terrible. Well, kind of like, like their torture method here was just like a car yeah. battery and a sponge. Know, yeah. And they were like, yeah. this is surely going well, to make you talk. Yeah. That's all I could think about. It was just like, this is terrible. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. That was like my prom night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the battery. Equally yeah. shocking. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I just love how like little they care about the actual plot. And like you said, it's a clothes hanger. They're a clothesline. Just, you just for stuff to be hung on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. They, they just didn't care. And you know what? I love this movie for it. Yeah, 100%. that's exactly what I came for. Uh, but let's talk about the real reason we're here at Christmas. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the Christmas of this movie, mm-hmm. the season of perpetual. It, it was the yeah, it's the season of giving, and this movie gave us a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Danny Glover's a, a Sagittarius. He's got a, a, I guess, a December birthday. <laughs> so means I gotta ask. Uh, well, both of you guys have December birthdays. Could be they Capricorn. Are. Because I'm, I'm a Capricorn. Yeah, he, fuck you. <laughs> uh, did did this movie hit you as a Christmas movie in the same way that Die Hard does? No, they didn't have the Christmas music throughout. But they have the same composer, and you'll listen. But you they hear did those, uh, sleigh bells. Yeah. But they did yeah. have like the shootout at the Christmas tree lot. Whenever uh, Murtaugh takes Riggs into that place to you know talk shit to him, mm-hmm. like the back of the window glass has like mistletoe and says like, "Oh, sail, sail." But I can't think any other. Well, like the, the, cops, the house is decorated for Christmas. Huh? The, oh, yeah. The oh, Christmas yeah. Silent Night. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, pitchy. Yeah. pitchy. Oh, yeah, they rough. were not good. Yeah. No. She was using a nightstick to <laughs> hit the other girls. You guys are fucking it up. Yeah. Conducting well, with a, a baton. I just like when, when we talk about like, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? It's a hard yes because like he's there for Christmas. It's a Christmas party. But it's it's to joy. Is there's, everywhere. There's a Santa hat. There's yeah. like Christmas themes throughout. This one just sort of had Christmas in the background. Yeah. yeah, not quite as Christmassy as Die Hard, right? Um, but but more say. Christmassy than Batman Returns. More Christmassy than Love Actually. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's like they end with Christmas dinner. You know, it's like you're not gonna make me eat the world's worst Christmas dinner by myself. <laughs> so that was pretty. That was really good. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I really <laughs> like my wife's cooking. <laughs> no. I, I've been working on my Danny Glover. It's like I'm getting too old for this shit. Oh, hmm. oh, I forgot to say. The ending scene, the like the fight with Gary Busey in like the the water fountain, all the cops just like let it happen. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that was awesome. There is no police oversight. No, yeah. in this entire movie, he's just he fakes his death inexplicably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it never comes back around to like being a plot point because they immediately just like figure out that he's alive again. Mm-hmm. Don't they? They they fake uh, Murtaugh's death. 
uh, after they <laughs> on an exploding toilet. <laughs> like they think that's you're right. dead, man. In two or three, two. Yeah. See, that's that's the other thing about this lethal weapon is that I think of all of them at the same time, that's and the, I'm like, it's all the same. It's all movie? the same yeah. movie. Just <laughs> I also think of Loaded Weapon One, which spoofs not only Lethal Weapon but several other like actiony cop movies. Yeah. That's the way I feel about uh, UHF. That scene with uh, where he does the Rambo bit, where he's shirtless, and, he, and he's UHF. just like. Oh, that's a movie we got to do. That's a great one, yeah. We got to do UHF. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's a movie that's been parodied so many times that I just think about those two movies at the same time. It's like Rambo 3 and UHF. Kind of similar eras, too. Similar time period. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I love this movie. This is an all-time favorite for me. The original Lethal Weapon. Oh, sorry. Um, Six and a half. Six and a half. Total, that's your... Total overall. Um, So, I mean, this has strong nostalgia. I think this is the first rated R movie I ever watched. Hmm. Oh. as, As a young kid. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, like you say, significant it, boner. Yeah. My favorite band. Exactly. But this one, you know, it's like, like you say, it's like, it's hard to get past the tropes that this movie helped like create or popularize, you know, my, my favorite pioneer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my favorite that I talk about in my review is I love the police captain. That's always pissed off at the two cops. Oh, yes. It's like his job is to scream at the cops. I, the, the guy in this one, um, Steve Cahan, he is in all four movies and all four movies. And he's like, psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And same deal. It's like, and she actually makes good points. You know, it's like, she makes sense that Riggs may not be fit for duty. Yeah. She plays a bigger part in the like sequels as well. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry. You can make your point. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I love it that the four movies, this police chief goes between either one to kill Riggs and Murtaugh or fire them or promote them. Yeah. And eventually ends up promoting them, kicking them upstairs. What's great is the sequels for this build on the previous ones. Like they, you know, show that they've been partners for longer. Uh, Riggs is more a part of the family and they show more of the family in it that you get to spend more time with him. Mm-hmm. Then they also introduce Joe Pesci who's a great little like informant, little kind of sidekick shit bird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also have the psychiatrist and the captain take larger roles as well. They just, they flesh out the characters more, which is all great. Yeah. And then they uh, introduce, well, you got Renee Russo and she was in at least two movies. I think she was in three mm-hmm. and, and four, four mm-hmm. because he had like a, you know, Riggs had a blonde girlfriend in the second one. And that's the guy with diplomatic community. Mm-hmm. And when they tried to like get a helicopter and like shoot up his mobile home on the beach. Yes. Yeah. Whatever it is. But yeah, the the whole series is great. You got Jet Li in number four. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, spoiler alert, man! I hadn't <laughs> yeah, seen I've four. That one yet. Oh, oh damn! Well, they're getting their ass kicked, and they're both like, "Hey, man, how did he get out of those cuffs? How did he jump up around and kick?" We're like, "Shit, man, should we go ask him?" I guess so. Like, fuck it, we're both two old dudes. You know what? Let's go ask him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, just just the stupid bullshit. Yeah, it's great. I'm I'm on board. Two tickets, please, for Lethal Weapon Five. At what age is Murtaugh going to retire? He's about eighty right now, so he's yeah. getting close. That's yeah. a mandatory. He's going to have to come out of retirement. You know what? One last gig, just one last. It's always one last. It's heist. always oh, one yeah. last heist. Eight one last gig. One last heist. One last coming out of retirement. Like, hey, I can do a little police work. I can be your guy in the chair. Yeah, <laughs> I'm watching it. Um. But yeah, it was good. I, I've I, I enjoy all the tropes. I enjoy all the the action scenes. I mean, to me, this is the one that really kicked off. I enjoy two a little more. 
I, I think two is the best of all of them. That's my favorite. Because of diplomatic community. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to keep saying it. It gets a little more bigger. I mean, it's a, it's a great, it's an underrated sequel. It's, it does the same stuff, only bigger. Like you said, it embellishes the characters, um, adds new characters that actually like add to the story. You know, rather than just useless, superfluous characters, they, it doesn't get feel over full with like new characters. Joe Pesci's a great addition. Um, two is my favorite, but this one might be a nine for me. Just oh, just for like sheer nostalgia. You yeah, know? so I, I loved it because it's like I loved it as a kid. I, I wore it out watching it as a kid. I will say, out of all of like the the entire uh, Lethal Weapon universe, the line that I quote the most is from Joe Pesci and it's they fuck you at the drive through <laughs> yeah and they, I get to use it all the time yeah um, what was I gonna say um, but yeah I, I love it I love to me this and Die Hard and Point Break are all kind of part of that same era there's the action you could bundle those up into one thing make an afternoon out of it for me and just watch all of them so which the Todd Pack give mm-hmm. me Give me uh, your order of those three movies. Which one's the greatest? Point Break, Die Hard, and Lethal Weapon. Give them to wow. me in order. I would go Die Hard, Lethal Weapon, Point Break. I would Kay. Die Hard, Point Break, Lethal Weapon. Sean? Point Break, Die Hard, Lethal Weapon. All right. I, I'm with Tay. I go Die Hard, Point Break, Lethal Weapon. Yeah. And... Point Break is still brand new to me, but God damn, it was yeah. glorious. And, I, and, and don't get me wrong, I still love Lethal Weapon. I was like, I, and like, if anything, now I've, I've looked at it more. You're right. It's like it set this whole thing. Like, I even went back and was like, man, when did Beverly Hills Cop come out? And it was like, I, just, I didn't know that was a Jerry. Was it Bob? Yeah, Jerry Bruckheimer and Joel Silver are both like buddy buddy. Yeah. yeah. So it's like they, there was like some battle they royale dog. apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. They docked. Um, but I think also I, I thought I looked at it. I think Lethal Weapon 2 and Die Hard 2 also came out pretty close together. So I think mm-hmm. yeah, I think yeah, both came like, out in like he, 90. He's like if I'm doing this I'm doing it right. Yep. He was kind of, I'm, I'm doing these back to back again. Just rolling in cash. Yeah, exactly. Last question. Hmm. Lethal Weapon 1 the only one that takes place during Christmas? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. And I've only seen two. I never saw. And, and I, when, I, when I say seen, I mean watch it on TV with, with one eye open, hung over. <laughs> so. Who's the villain in three? It's a cop, like with. Oh, uh, they have like cop killer bullets. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll give you another movie that came out uh, in 1993 that was done by Joel Silver, oh. Demolition Man. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. God. Hmm. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, but yeah, this has been another episode of Cinema Vino. It has. Yeah. And we thank you guys very much. We got Taylor Owens. Hey, hey. TJO, Travis Bud. Yoy. TJB, Sean Jordan. Welcome to the holidays. Yeah. Welcome, Welcome to the party, pal. I guess that's diehard, but that's right. That's diehard. Let's do. I'm going to stick with it. Yeah. It's Christmas. Uh, my name's Todd Wofford. Let's make like shepherds. Get the flock out of here. Exactly. Um, yeah. Great movies. Only drunker. Bangs, whimpers, everything. Let's mm. do it. Bangs and whimpers. We will see you guys. The next time. <laughs> Be sure to listen, rate, and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Castbox, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Our website is at cinemavino.net, and reviews of these films can be found at toddwaffordmovies.com. <laughs>